SAFM Sports Wrap. We, we are going to get straight into it. Just following on half past six on SAFM 104107. This is the PSL radio show. Segun Jala. We're talking PSL, all its properties. We've got a busy show tonight, including the Amazulu captain, Robin Johannes. And we're also going to be chatting to Sly Musilo, who's University of Pretoria side, successful in the Reserve League challenge as they uh, managed to oust Mamalodi Sundowns in the final. Loads more to come. Uh, and also, geez, some wonderful sporting news happening over the weekend, including Manchester City, Liverpool. Wow, did you see those goals? Henderson, unbelievable, but Coutinho's winner, spectacular. Mind you, if you're a City fan, you know your side should have lost 6-1 in that game. Anyway, uh, we've got to get straight into the sports news. Unfortunately, time against us. Durban's Commonwealth Games Bid Committee lodged its presentation to the Executive Committee of the Commonwealth Games Federation at Mansion House in London this afternoon. Durban 2022 Bid Committee Chairman Mark Alexander said it was a professional presentation that captured the vibrancy of Etiquini while showcasing the city's world-class facilities. The Bid Committee was headed by Sports Minister Fiilim Balula, Durban Mayor James Nimalo, as well as official sports ambassadors Cameron Flutterberg, Chutzbukwena and Dian Bass. Golf, uh, I can tell you, Ireland's Padraig Harrington birdied the 18th in today's Monday finish to head into a playoff now with USA's Daniel Berger at the rain-affected Honda Classic. South Africa's Rory Tabatini finished on two under par, good enough for tie 11th. Rugby, the Ikees leading the CUT, I think it's just finished, 82-8 was the last score that I... Uh, Saw from Cape Town in the first match of the Vasta Cup fourth round. Two matches just kicked off. Marty's looking for their first win uh, to the undefeated Schimmlers. They're away in Bloemfontein, while Pucker are aiming to upset two-time champions and table-topping Tucks in Portrifstrom. Tonight's final fixture sees the NMMU Madivas hosting UJ in Port Elizabeth. Well, my final score, 98 is the Ikees uh, beating CUT in Cape Town. Cricket, Dale Stainel celebrate his 100th one-day international when South Africa play unbeaten Ireland in Canberra from 5.30 Central African time tomorrow. Both sides are looking to clear a path to the quarterfinals with a win in this Group B match. Philander and Dumini is still recovering from injury, so Rousseau and Abbott could be given another opportunity to start at A.B. de Villiers' score of the fastest ODI century and Kevin O'Brien's score of the World Cup's fastest ton go head-to-head as well. That's your sports news. Well, let's get straight into the action with uh, some good old Absa Premiership action. It's behind us, and uh, a couple of teams not involved owing to the continental competition, but uh, those who played catch-up to those who were involved. Now we see all but two teams having played 20 of the season tally of 30 league games, and it's certainly a milestone now, two-thirds of the season gone down. Let's get the insights of uh, commentator and analyst Brian Moffat-King. Brian, Oh, we've got to talk first up about Amazulu and uh, I suppose getting their points tally into double figures. That's got to do wonders for Amazulu's psyche after their 5-2 win over uh, Gordon Higgins and Supersport United. Good evening, Dwayne. I mean, every time we talk, we always say they're yet to hear the double figures. They've done that. I think that's a magic number, 12. They always remember 12 for how they got the 12 as well. Mm. I mean, the last time they came to Pretoria, got a 7-1 driving from Sundowns. They came back and able to win a game, but I do have a good record against Supersport United and Amazulu. I mean, they've gone a few seasons at least coming and getting points against Supersport United. You've got to talk about the way they won the game. I think for me, just really, probably memories of how Polo City played during the week against Supersport United. You know they have a makeshift defense. They've actually brought in Mkabele into the defense. He's not a natural defender. So, 
Amos will use and exploit that particular move every time they went behind Clayton Daniels to find the goals and they scored some beauties as well. I mean, you see the likes of uh, Dumisani Zwan, Dumisani, um, Dumisani, um, Dumisani Flamini, who hasn't scored in a long time, finding a brace on a day. There was also Mwape's chance to score. Mark Van Heeren scored Ntuli. We've always talking about how he moved there from sundowns. Can he do something? He has done well. Complacency from Super Sport United? I don't think so. They're cracked against uh, Free State Stout or Leading Tunnel. Eventually they slip. I think they just, they just knew what they had to do on a day and they looked better on a day. We're not going to be making any jokes about uh, Brazil, five goals. Mark van Heeren with a cracker there, I've got to say, from the set piece. But let's, <laughs> let's stop there. But focusing on the bottom half of the log there, Platinum Stars, uh, it's effectively a six-point switch there because uh, they lost to Bloemfontein Celtic yesterday while Amazulu actually claimed the three points. So Platinum Stars must be sweating. Morocco Swallows are having an absolute nightmare stretch. Four losses in succession if you include the, the, the cup loss as well. Maritzburg United, eight games now without a win. They just continue to slip down the table. And Free State Stars struggling to extricate themselves from that relegation quagmire you might call it so I suppose these teams are actually giving Amazulu some hope as well the nice thing about it is that we always talk about the top the summit talking about the bottom and the but fact for that the wrong reasons but <laughs> I'm saying the interesting thing is that now it is making things exciting True. because now it's no longer a situation where you know this one is relegated done and dusted let's focus on the other ones it is that we have at least nine teams that are all in a possibility of somehow finding themselves in that relegation position given if Amazulu start collecting points as they did yesterday and they continue doing the same thing then you might find the likes of Platinum Stars thinking oh my word what did he do wrong where do we lose the plot why didn't we do better I mean I kept on seeing pictures of um, Alan Fries yesterday he just didn't know what to do he, he tried throwing in Makudubela in there to change things around never happened they brought in Ngele not the same Ngele as in signing for Sundowns is it the money I don't know all of those things started happening yesterday but Fries stars at the same time I mean you, you were doing the game and I thought to myself Ah, interesting. You know, when you find Marisbeck United side, they create so many chances and play the best football, I've got to say, Marisbeck United are playing. But then, that all sounds to nothing if you don't actually get a positive result, which is the free. The one doesn't matter. The free that matters. That's exactly it. It was a great game, actually, Free State Stars, Maritzburg United, but sounds goals come the end of 90 minutes. Uh, let's look at the top half of the log, though. Uh, huge uh, play around over the next few days regarding the top half of the log. And the two... Chief, chiefs chasers, you could call them, Vitz and Sundowns going head-to-head. That's got to be uh, another six-point game. I've always spoken about the fact that when Vitz plays Sundowns, the one, that, the one that wins there will be the one that actually put my bottom dollar on to eventually eclipse Carter Chiefs if they keep faltering like you saw them playing the last four or five matches. But then also, which is key, is the fact that they've both come back from playing in a continental tournament and coming back into the league again to refocus. Kevin Hunt, he knows how to win leagues. So he keeps on saying, no, there's nothing wrong. We just want to play and keep moving. Peter's already alluded to that to say, I've seen the script before. So I see us coming and just going to the victory and just getting it right at the lap, right at the end. So that to me will be a key game to see and also turn the pressure back on Kaza Chiefs. If they do win, then you know the Chiefs are in serious. If someone wins in particular, because Chiefs are thinking, oh, deja vu, is it? <laughs> well, they've also got to start focusing on the derby weekend, which is uh, ahead. And I know players always have that on their mind. The coaches say, no, they'll think about it after the game midweek. But that's not the case. We know that with the, with the players. Chiefs hosting Ajax on Wednesday. Pirates travelling to Free State Stars ahead of the derby. Midweek fixtures with uh, some mouth-watering anticipation, I suppose, we're waiting for. Midweek fixtures are always interesting ahead of the derby. You remember what happened a few seasons ago, 2011, 12, to be precise. Santos were playing against Pirates. Santos were also in that particular relegation quite 
Meyer at this stage and they managed to win against Palestrino. But Paris came back with a color Augusto Palacios who was just taking over and was sitting as a caretaker coach. They came to win against Kaiser Chiefs. So Chiefs will be thinking at the same time, what do we do? With the sort of thin squad they have, do you go all out? But they need to get the points at the same time. They're up against an Ajax team who just won over the weekend. And Ajax have proven to be a sort of hoodoo team, sort of, whenever they play against Kaza Chiefs. So I tell you, I see these two teams, Chiefs and Paris, playing out some draws, unless they can get a point very early, try and get the maximum points and move on. But if the game goes to about 18 minutes without a goal being scored against them, they'll settle for a draw and focus more on the derby. Even though they'll tell you, no, nah, the derby is another game away. They all want to play in front of 90,000 fans to hear their names in mention in the same line as Jerry Skosanas, Dr. Kumalos, all of those. That's exactly the point. But uh, one more quick question. Lamola, the latest to join the uh, eight-goal group sitting atop the Amsa scorer's uh, charts. He's having a phenomenal season and Celtic are uh, continuing that winning streak. He could have actually made it 10 yesterday. He had two more chances to score as well. Uh, that's a man that a few seasons ago was playing in the National First Division. He was in Varros at uh, what, what, three, four seasons ago. He's having a ball of a time. I think you always talk about a new broom sweeping better. And I think Clinton Larson knows how to make these players tick. There's Moreno's exceptional as well. Dumisani. He's getting the best supply Lamula at the moment. And I think if that continues, you might just see him eclipsing the likes of Pulen Tulan, who seem to be actually stopped now. The likes of Sokola have all seemed to have stopped at the moment. Majoro is back on Wednesday, so watch the space. You might see Majoro just going and leaving everybody behind. Bold views from Brian Mofokeng. Thank you very much for your time. Good, good. The Proteus would be cautious of an island side that lights up during big tournaments. With a quarterfinal place at stake at the 2015 ICC Cricket World Cup, the Proteus will have to summon all their energies to ensure smooth qualifications to the next round and their meeting with the Irish on the 3rd of March. Catch this action live on SABC3 and your favorite SABC radio station from Manuka Oval, Canberra, Australia, between 5.30 a.m. and 1.30 p.m. SABC Sport, for the love of the game. From Cape Town to Musina, if you've got a parcel to send, Speed Services has it covered. For just 69 Rand, you can send a package of up to 1.5 kilograms to any corner of South Africa from the 1st of March until the 31st of March 2015 at any post office, counter to counter. Call the customer care line on 0860-023-133 or visit speedservices.co.za for more information. Terms and conditions apply. Speed Services couriers the shortest distance between two points. It's the Absa Premiership Weekend. On Friday at Beatford Stadium, the Clever Boys are at home against Bloemfontein Celtic. Kickoff at 8. On Saturday, catch the Soweto Derby between Chiefs and Pirates at FNB Stadium at half past 3. Then at 6, Super Sport United tackles Ajax Cape Town at Pitamukaba. Amazayoni plays Amazulu at Mbombela at quarter past 8. Tickets available from 40 Rand. Brought to you by the Premier Soccer League. 2014 was a tough year. The South African Post Office values you as a customer because without you, they would not exist. South African Post Office is appealing for your support and assures their customers of their commitment to serve reliably. The South African Post Office is committed to building a strong future of performance, reinforced by ongoing dialogue across the organization to ensure delivery of reliable quality services. PSL Radio Show. Well, this is SFM 104 to 107, and we've got to talk about the most spectacular result of the weekend. A wonderful performance from Amazulu. They came from a goal down to beat Supersport United 5-2 at the Lucas Masterpieces Muripe Stadium yesterday. And we've got the winning captain on the line. Congratulations, Robin Johannes, and thanks for joining us. 
good evening to you and evening to all the listeners. Uh, thank you, thank you very much. Much appreciated. And it wasn't like you were just involved in uh, defending either. I mean, you, that, that great little assist for Goodman Lamini's first goal, playing your part going forward as well yesterday. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, I'm trying. I'm trying to chip in as much as I can. Uh, obviously, the, the important thing is that we we, we pick up uh, results, and uh, I'm just glad we we, we got the, the first one under the belt for the new year. Fair enough. But is this result the sort of wake up call that you needed, the fire that you needed to turn things around in that final third of the season? Yeah, I think definitely. If you look at our past results, our past our past games that we played, uh, obviously results haven't been going our way. But if you look at the performance and uh, the effort and uh, the hard work that the guys have really put in, um, we we can't always play like that every week and, and not win. So uh, three points was definitely coming our way, and uh, obviously a great team effort. Um, but uh, definitely, I think this, this is a big, big turning point in in Amazulu's future. It certainly was a huge team effort. You, using your set pieces was spectacular. You successfully came from behind. You were playing away from home. You created goal-scoring chances from open play. You dispatched goal-scoring chances from open play. So many positives for you, but what were you most chuffed about? Yeah, obviously, um, if you look at our games against Pirates, uh, Sundowns, um, Arrows, I think we, we, we've been creating, and like you say, uh, set-pieces, we've been really dangerous. Uh, the coach has been spending a lot of hours with, uh, with the guys uh, at training and focusing on set-pieces, because uh, sometimes in the league, in, in games, tough games, uh, chances are hard to come by, so sometimes you have to make use of, of the set pieces, and we've been working really hard at that, um, and we, we will just continue continue doing that, and uh, we'll continue causing teams problems, and uh, obviously uh, the coaches emphasize that uh, Amazulu will be a really hard team to beat, and uh, I think if you look at our past few games, uh, we've, we, we've been proving that. Uh, certainly, Mark van Heerden, that free kick was exceptional. But, uh, you know, you're not just using free kicks to try to uh, hammer it a goal. It was also clever. I mean, the way Mwapé's goal was created was clever. It shows that you've been thinking about deliberately working and manufacturing goals in training. And it's it's proving to be effective now on the pitch. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Mark Mark spends hours at, at training, uh, practicing set pieces. So that's, that's no fluke. Uh, mm-hmm. He deserves that. Deserves that one. It was, it was a brilliant goal and a brilliant way to bring us back into the game. Uh, but yeah, I think I think this team uh, again. I'll, I'll emphasize on the fact if you look at our past our past few uh, games that we've played, we can we can play really good football. We can put the ball on the ground and we can pass it around um, and we can create chances. And uh, someone it was someone it was due uh, for us to get three points and someone was gonna concede a few goals against us and unfortunately it was super sport they lucky it was just five though but yeah I was about to say you could have been even even more but effectively you still scored more than a quarter of all your season's goals in one game yeah. yesterday and yeah 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 of course uh, like I say uh, I think also that's another thing the coach has been working hard at um, I think if you look at our, our attacking players our striking force uh, we have really talented players and uh, I'm just glad um and Tuli scored his first goal yesterday. Um, mm. He's obviously getting much fitter uh, with every game going by. So um, going to score yesterday was a great confidence boost, and I'm sure he'll score many more going forward, along with uh, Bornwell and Drogba and Ayanda. Um, we we have good attacking players, and we just have to keep supporting them and you know creating as many chances as we can for them. And we we positive and confident in them that uh, they'll hit the back of the net many more games ahead.
Yeah, I suppose it's about consistently performing. But you know, your, your coach Steve Barker spent so long in Pretoria, but the two wins you have this season both come against Pretoria sides, his former club yeah. Tux, and of course SuperSport United. You must be hoping you can play Pretoria sides every week now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Obviously, his first game in charge was against Tux, and uh, we picked up our first win uh, back then. Um, and after that, we've obviously been a lot. Uh, we've been very unlucky with with picking up results after that. Um, but yeah, um, the coach, uh, he's, he's been fantastic since he's been here. Um, very positive person. Uh, and uh, the positiveness that he, that he brings to the training ground every day is that it rubs off to the players. And you can see with the performances uh, that we've been putting, it, um, putting in, uh, you can see that uh, it's, it's paying off. And uh, he's just been fantastic. Robin, before the resumption of uh, of the 2015 post the sort of festive season in Africa Cup of Nations break, Steve Barker said on the show, seven wins is what uh, he's aiming for and he feels that that'll be enough to, to survive the drop. But what do you think after this win, what do you still believe you need to do, bearing in mind teams like Swallows, Platinum Stars, Free State Stars, Maritzburg United continue to drop points? Yeah, definitely. Um, I think the coach's spot on the seven wins, I think that takes us to around 30 points. And uh, if you look over the last few seasons, I think 30 points is basically saves you from, from relegation. Um, but I think if you look at our performance yesterday, um, I think we can go on and win more than that. Um, not not sounding too confident, but uh, I believe in the team that we have. I believe in uh, the coach that we have. And uh, we can definitely go on and... and, and pick up more than seven wins, you know, but uh, we just have to keep working hard, keep believing, and uh, keep uh, playing the way we have been. Well, you made the away trip yesterday look very, very easy indeed, so best of luck against Black Aces on, uh, over the weekend, and thanks for joining us, Robin. Thank you very much. SFM 104 to 107. Now, the University of Pretoria's reserve side went on to win the inaugural multi-choice disky challenge by edging Mamelodi Sundowns on penalties in the final on Saturday. And the man that led them to that incredible victory is Sly Musala, who's on the line. Sly, thanks for joining us. Hello. Yeah, good afternoon to everyone. Eh? Hey, congratulations on winning the MDC. Yeah, thanks a lot. Uh, it was uh, uh, well fought on Saturday. Uh, I think we done the business. If you look at uh, uh, it wasn't easy throughout uh, uh, the journey, but uh, we ended up winning it. Fair enough, fair enough. You took Sundowns to penalties, no no shame in that, and of course from the penalties, successful. But what does it actually mean then for the club, for the players, and I suppose more importantly, what does this say about University of Pretoria's youth development? Yeah, listen, if you remember very well, starting with the University of Pretoria football, uh, uh, youth uh, development, if you remember very well in the olden days, uh, we used to have, uh, you know, plenty of players coming through the structure and then office those players were, were, were top players. Uh, if you remember, the Rata Shabangus, uh, Bongani Kumalo, you can name them. Eh? Mm. Uh, but that uh, disappears along the way. But I think now uh, uh, it's going to be much more easier for for us to bring some youngsters uh, throughout the structures because of this MBC will, will help them to come through quickly. It will give them a quick experience and exposure to the highest level as quick as possible. Yeah, fair enough, because uh, the Netherlands does beckon. But what exactly does this, this trip comprise of, and uh, what are you aiming to get out of it then? Yeah, listen, uh, uh, it's going to be a good exposure for the club, obviously, uh, for the players and for the technical team. I think we're going there to to gain uh, experience of how you know they do things in the, in the Dutch 
that league or, or the whole country as a whole uh, in terms of football. Uh, uh, so, uh, yeah, it's going to be a good experience for everyone anyway. Now, Sly, for both the semi-final and the final, you actually split the squads and you ended up with players short on the bench of your APSA Premiership matches against Free State Stars and, and Black Aces. Uh, why was that the tactic used? Yeah, yeah, listen, uh, at the end of the day, uh, uh, we found that, listen, we've been using some of these players in the MDC. And if I can tell you, some of some of the players that played like Denver Mgamba, Mgamba they, they really wanted to play in the finals. But we told them, listen, at the end of the day, PSL comes first. Mm. We're only using this. And he's one of the players that were held by MDC to be able to play in the, in the first team, if you remember very well. That's right, yeah. He, he, wasn't, he wasn't taking a, a, a game in the first team. And then uh, he came down, he played. You remember, he was top against Pirates. Since then, you know, he's, he's got a place in the first team. So they felt that, listen, uh, we've worked hard to be where we, where, 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 where we, 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 we were at the time. You know, to get to the semi-finals, uh, to get to the finals, so why can't we go for it? So the only way we're going to do that is to get, uh, you know, some of the experienced players. If, if, if you check, if you check in this MDC as a whole, experienced players were making a huge difference, if I'm not mistaken. If you check every team that uh, had, uh, like, uh, uh, Super Sport had Tower September, you know, he yeah. knew alone he was making a huge difference. Sundowns had... Uh, uh, Chief Boy, yeah, yeah. Chief Boy, and then Ramakarela came last game. Those two players only were making a huge difference. Even uh, Rich Evans, they were making a huge difference. So we felt that without without one or two senior players, it's like we're going to throw it away. Experienced players aside, I mean, a player like Dijon Ngobo, who uh, went on to make his PSL debut in the Netbank Cup, whatever swallows on on Wednesday. I mean, how did this event prepare him then for for sort of top flight football? Yeah, listen, uh, he's coming nice this way, he's been uh, slowly, he's been training well. That is why we felt that uh, uh, when we played uh, uh, Swallows, uh, we, we we needed to give him a, you know, a, a break a little bit and see how can he, he do it. He came on, but you know, it was obviously last minute, he didn't do that much, but I still believe that uh, uh, the time will come for him, he'll get his chance, and then hopefully he will use it. Remember, he's one of the people that scored, he scored about... Uh, Two goals so far in the MDC. He scored when he played Polokwane, and then he scored a penalty now. Uh, and then, you know, he was brave. He was brave for me. He was brave to stand up to go and take that equalizer. Imagine if we missed that equalizer, we were dead. And then, you know, he was brave enough to stand up and put that uh, penalty in the back of the net. And then he went in the penalties, uh, and then he missed it. For me, the one that counted mostly, it was the one that he scored during the game. Eh? But. Uh, Honestly, this MDC has showed that he can, he's got, he's got some talent, he's got some ability to play, uh, in the theater. That is why we signed him in January. Fair enough. Salam Usalo, congratulations on winning the MDC and, uh, best of luck as you move forward with the, uh, University of Pretoria. You got Maritzburg United up, uh, over the weekend. Yeah, thanks a lot. We're looking forward to, uh, to Sunday against Maritzburg and then we're looking forward to go to Netherlands. It's only 19 days to go, eh? PSL Radio Show.
SFM 104-107 and uh, another embarrassment for South Africa in the Continental Club competition this weekend with the Bidvis crashing out to Swazi side Royal Leopards in the CAF Confederation Cup. But over the first two legs of the preliminary round, two sides through in the CAF Champions League, Kaiser Chiefs and Mamalodi Sundowns, but neither looked convincing. Well, to talk about uh, African exploits is uh, Matthew Booth, a man that has certainly played all over the world and understands football wherever you leave South African shores. Matthew, thanks for joining us. Hello. Yeah, no, it's a pleasure to be, be with you again, Brett. Uh, let's start off with your, 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 your last club, Vitz. Yes, it was a second-string team yesterday, but shouldn't we expect our teams to advance past the preliminary stages, or is that simply underestimating the opponent? Yeah, probably so, you know. Um, I would expect that Gavin would, or he said so publicly, that he would love to um, you know, progress in Africa, and certainly he would have thought most likely that he, even his, his second-stringers uh, would have gotten past the, the Swazi uh, outfit, but uh, yeah, you underestimate teams like that at your peril, and you know it's, it's up to the manager to to be able to get those second stringers uh, up to standard and motivated, and and take the game uh, seriously, and that that's where a manager sort of really makes his uh, salary, and uh, clearly they weren't up for it, and it's it's, it's tough going into. To Africa, um, no matter where you go, whether it's just across your borders or you know up north, um, it really is difficult. And if you don't have the right mindset, you're going to come crashing down. Uh, if you focus on the CAF Champions League results, then uh, Kaiser Chiefs over two legs didn't look convincing at all against Township Rollers. In fact, at, at home, needed a 90th minute header from Mashamaita to to claim the win. Uh, Mamelodi Sundowns away from home only managed a one-all draw against uh, amateurs from from the Seychelles. I mean, it, it almost seemed like Chiefs and Sundowns, they talk about being inspired perhaps by the exploits of Pirates in 2013, but it seems they're still firmly focused on the local league. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's where their, their bread is buttered, and I think it's, it, it will take time. It takes uh, it takes a number of seasons for you to get into the, um, the groove, so to speak, with regards to Africa. You know, the likes of Al-Akhli um, have the benefit of being able to win their league um, year in and year out, whereas we, we, I think, have more of a competitive league. So we're not able to to get that experience uh, year in, year out in, in, in CAF, and um, that, 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 I think, is what is missing. So I think we need a Sundowns or Chiefs to win um, the league twice or thrice in a, in a row for them to actually progress. I think that's a very good point. It's certainly something that we have underestimated. But let's talk about Pirates then. They, they, they got a buy for the preliminary round, but they were up against Uganda Revenue Authority in the first round of the, the, the Confed Cup. Uh, they seem to, though, in the league, started to come good at the right time. How do you expect their Confed Cup uh, sojourn to, to conclude? Yeah, well, certainly. I mean, they've, they've come off the back of a very successful uh, run in Africa, and um, I, I should expect Eric Tinkler and Co. will, will, will want to um, hit the ground running after the, uh, last year's experience and um, they've kept the core of the squad intact in and I don't see any reason why they can't progress um, you know, into the semis and finals um, it's, a, it's a different uh, competition but um, a very similar atmosphere and scenario um, you know, going into Africa Speaking of the, the Champions League though, Kaiser Chiefs Raja Casablanca is who they meet next and the Mamelodi Sundowns are going to be taking on Tipi Mazembe a side that Pirates really against all odds got beyond in that uh, Mammoth 2013 run but that's the next round for, of the Champions League for the two South African sides true tests of our football I suppose and how much are the results of these ties ultimately to reflect on South African football yeah, well, this is the thing. You see, when you when you haven't done well uh, in the past over the last uh, five years, and you haven't progressed uh, very far, 
uh, now you you come to the competition proper and you're going to meet these these very strong teams early on in the tournament and uh, you know <laughs> Roger and TP Mazemba are, are fan- have got a fantastic pedigree in Africa um, interesting enough uh, TP Mazemba is owned by um, one of Patrice Motsepe's closest friends and I think he's mm-hmm. the real reason why uh, Patrice really wants to do well in Africa so for them to come head to head is going to be an interesting a very interesting tie um, you know but Roger North African you know um they're going to come to to South Africa uh, to set up shop, like like most North Africans do. Uh, who do they um, do they play home and away first, uh, Dwayne? I'm not quite it's sure. It's uh, home for both both sides first. Yeah, well that's the thing. Uh, you know, Chiefs already got to get a, a victory against them uh, here at home because they're going to come here to set up shop and get get a draw, get some sort of a result here. Um, and that's that's typically the North African stance uh, when it comes. They're going to park the bus and try to catch, catch them on the counter, and they've got to be very wary of that. Oh, fair enough. Roger, three-time champions, and TB Mazembe, four-time champions for a reason. So it's a tough, tough next round for the uh, South African sides. Ma- Matthew Booth, thank you very much for your insights. Cheers, always a pleasure. PSL Radio Show. Well, we're just about set to say cheers. We're out of here. We're trying to find uh, what exactly is happening with the uh, PGA Tour. Man, I tell you, it looks like Padraig Harrington and, uh, and, and Daniel Berger just keep going head-to-head with one another. Um, but stiff competition. They're on their third playoff hole already after two pars each, and they're opening two playoff holes. That said, it's time for us to say cheers. Snaledi Muller is up after the news with a talk shop. Uh, Brad Brown back again tomorrow at 6.30 for all the latest sporting news. But from me, Dwayne DeLocker, and from sound engineer and producer, Siobhan Shetty, cheers at 7 o'clock.